and welcome to another aspirational episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Katherine Weigel. I have lost about 140 pounds. I am a Tiny wow. Habit certified coach. And with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I have lost 100 pounds and am not a Tiny Habit certified <laughs> you don't coach. You call that out. You can just say, what are you? I don't know. Cool I just guy. it just feels like you know you you've lost like a lot more weight than me, oh, and you're now you're certified. Fiddle faddle. I just I had more you know to lose. you said it was an aspirational episode. Yeah. I aspire to be you. Ah, uh, gee whiz. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, but I get to be married to you, so that's good. Uh, see, it's like looking, like you don't have a nice-looking house, but you look at a yeah. nice-looking house. Oh, yeah. And so you've got a better view. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like I just got insulted. <laughs> you didn't get insulted. No, there, there is a lot about you that I, I wish I feel like I was. you're looking at the terrible house is, is no, the way that that came I'm across. I'm looking at the house that can moderate candy. I am not that house myself, but I aspire to be. I am the candy moderator. <laughs> Well, you know, but you are, you definitely have more of a, uh, you know, take your time, plan something, follow through with the plan, oh, which yeah. I don't know about that mumbo jumbo, but yeah, <laughs> it definitely yeah. seems to work. Probably me. should not go off on this tangent, but Uh-oh. if I didn't have to buy fresh vegetables and fruit, I could probably only go to the grocery store like once every three weeks. I know. And I feel like you, regardless of- anything it would it would be every day if you like had your way and you know every three days maximum yeah you know i that's something i'm working on we're going to talk about working on things uh, today so this is great that you're attacking me in this way i'm sorry i'm sorry i just got called a terrible rundown house and i lashed out (laughs) (laughs) no but i think i can aspire to be like donald but practically speaking Speaking as I am right now, I feel like we're like in couples therapy. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what my feelings are telling couples me, therapy, Donald. But it's it's just us. <laughs> There's no act. No one's helping. <laughs> uh, no one's here to help. No, but I think we can envy someone else's ability to moderate, and yeah. by we, I mean me. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I am good at it. And actually, on today's episode, see all of this pans oh, out. It yeah. works out. Uh, we are going to be talking about the difference between aspirations yeah and behaviors there's a difference not only are the letters different but the <laughs> <laughs> they're pronounced different <laughs> there's so many they're different parts of the dictionary they are it's when do behaviors come before aspirations <laughs> no i guess that doesn't no. make any sense <laughs> no they don't aspiration still comes no. first in the dictionary yeah <laughs> well what are you gonna do anyway yeah. but it's 2022 everybody Woo! Yay! hello hello sure <laughs> uh but you know we're still in january if we're listening to this when it's happening. I think it's still January. Yeah, uh, I think so too. And people like friend of the show, Gretchen Rubin. Oh, hello, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're the worst. But there are things like, you know, run 22 miles in 22. Like 22 is a great number of a year. Yeah. If it was 1998, and I'd be like, 98, I'm going to read 98 books this year, 98, yeah, no, 98, I'm going to go to 98 states in 1998. Like, there aren't 98 states, so no. that's not going to yeah, happen. You can't go to 98 <laughs> United States. You can't do it. <laughs> not unless we take over more places. Oh, man, please. <laughs> we, we don't need any more. We <laughs> yeah. got enough problems. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Cheaper by the dozen. I don't know. But <laughs> what the sad me? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we'll talk about it after okay. in therapy. All right, sounds good. No, but 
Gretchen Rubin, which is great. Love Gretchen Rubin. Yeah. For the last few years, she has been doing these like list of 18 things to do in 2018 and 2019 again and again. You know, uh, walk 20 minutes in 2020, read 21 minutes in 2021. It's 2022. Yeah. And now we have the opportunity. What are you going to do 22 things of? I'm going to do 22 push-ups a day in yeah. 2022. I'm going to lose 22 pounds. I'm going to eat 22 vegetables. Eat I'm 22 gonna... hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> gross. That was in the movie Cool Hand Luke, I guess. It was yeah, really yeah, gross. Yeah, Not yeah. okay. Not Do- good. Don't Google it. So 22 sounds like a really great number to aspire to. You can tie it to the year. It sounds really exciting. It sounds like, oh, yeah, I can do 22 of something. Yeah. But I see so many times on uh, Instagram, which is the thing, of people changing their tag names to or whatever their handles to the thing that they want to achieve. Yeah. So it's like, you know, Catherine runs 22 and 22. Catherine loses 47 pounds by age 47. Donnie, 100 pounds loser. Sure, or why Or something not? like that. But when we tie our name to a particular thing, it can sound like action. Like it sounds, oh yeah, that is super yeah. catchy. I'm going to save all this money. I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to follow the program. Yeah. And we tie our name to a thing. But that is an aspiration. That- yeah, and I feel like it's a way for people to, you know, sort of like, well, if I'm changing my name to it, That's then, I, then I'm going to have to exactly. stick to it. When then you, I'm really going to have to do it. When you say it out loud. So when it's a declaration, a promise, a goal, by the end of whatever, I'm going to do whatever, that feels like motivation. That feels exciting. It feels like you've made a declaration publicly, right? which we think is enough if we just say we want the thing, that that will be enough accountability. Yeah. But it's not... Okay, this is, this, this is the hard part. Wait, what? It is not a behavior. No. It is not a habit. Uh-oh. At 20, losing 22 pounds in 2022 isn't yeah. a habit. Yeah, I should relax more. That's not a habit. No, that's not a habit. Those are sort of general, sort of ambiguous. Like, I want to eat more vegetables. Yeah, or maybe I should have said I should reduce my stress, not relax more. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. You know what? Whatever works for you. Yeah, maybe relax less is, <laughs> should be my thing. But there are so many times when we're inspired by something on Instagram. Someone's doing a 30 and 30. Someone's yeah. doing a 30 days of whatever. We see, you know, someone riding by on a bicycle or like a, a, a group of cyclists. Sometimes we see in our oh, neighborhood yeah. and like, oh, that's it. We're going to get a bike kit and we're going to ride around. This could be our new life. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah, that's my first thing. It's like I want to like, you know, go online and compare bicycles because like suddenly I'm just going to be like bike guy yeah you're gonna be bike guy and it feels exciting and it feels motivating but that's not actually well how are we gonna fit that into our lives yeah and that's a question that we often forget to ask ourselves we can make a big declaration but unless we actually look at our lives the way they really are yeah we might invest in the thing we might join the new program we might you know make the declaration but that's not a plan yeah. The declaration isn't a plan. And so then in, in this episode, everybody, everybody, everybody who's listening, you all get it. You all get it. Everyone who, <laughs> who has uh, the ability to listen to this. Yay. Um, so as I mentioned at the very top of the show, I am now a, a Tiny Habits certified coach. Man, which, so certified. So certified. Um, so BJ Fogg is a behavioral scientist at Stanford University, and he wrote a book called Tiny Habits. Yes. So his book actually is chocked full of ideas of ways to implement the aspirations we want to achieve. Yes, indeed. I guess he 
He created the method around 2011. Uh, I was reading online. Uh, the book came out in very early 2020. Yeah. So uh, atomic habits are still good. Uh, we're you know friend of the show. That's fine. Uh, so these are just more ways to actually put things in place. So today we are going to talk about the swarm of behaviors. Buzz, buzz, Whoa. buzz, 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 buzz. What also a- sometimes abbreviated as swarm of bees. Get yes. it? Because behavior starts with the letter B. See. Uh, yeah. I think BJ Fogg is a little cheesy, kind of like you and me a little yeah. bit. He likes the puns. He likes How the jokes. How dare you? <laughs> I dare it exactly like I said it. I am not apologizing. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Cheesy for sure. Yeah. But he talks about looking at your actual life, your circumstances, the things that you like to do, the things that you actually want to do, not looking externally on the interweb of all the ways that other people did things, but really deciding what you aspire to achieve, what your resolution, what your goal is, and actually troubleshooting ways and brainstorming ways that you can make that happen in your actual life based on your actual circumstances. Yeah. And and, you know, when Catherine and I started out on this version of our journey venture to, you know, achieve our goal weights, we didn't have this structure available yeah. to us. You know, the, the book wasn't even out, but we, we sort of kind of accidentally stumbled upon it and yeah. ended up doing it but in a wildly unstructured way right, without, that, that ended up working. Yeah, like without a PhD. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Without the benefit of Stanford University. But what Tiny Habits affords us is a structure around which to decide how to approach your particular goals, not just randomly shutting down your whole life, going away to the biggest loser camp, you know, changing everything for 30 days. This is about creating gradual change based on things you actually want to do, not what you should do, but what you're actually ready to do. So we're going to get into uh, the swarm of behaviors. Buzz, 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 buzz. Insert buzz sound. Yeah, I'll do some buzz noises in post-production you or something. You can do it right now. Yeah, bzzz. There we go. <laughs> but I don't like bees. All right, well, switch it over to something else. Yeah, we swarm of something else. <laughs> no, no, I'll wordsmith it. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so we're actually going to get in to the swarm of behavior method. Okay, so I came up with a version, uh, a printable of the swarm of behavior model that we're going to be using today. But if you, dear listener, have something called a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper, you can do this your own self also. Yes, indeed. You don't need the printable. But if you would like Catherine's printable, I will put a a link or an email address in the show notes where you can uh, go ahead and get it for yourself. Yep. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, an A4 piece of paper paper or an eight and a half by 11, <laughs> whatever fits in your printer, print it out. Yeah. In the middle of that piece of paper, draw a little a happy little cloud. I, f- I feel like I'm Bob Ross. Yeah, right Bob now. Ross for sure. Happy um, little cloud. There's no mistake. So, you know, like a, a, a three by three little cloud in the middle. And in that cloud, write your aspiration. So that might be, I want to lose 22 pounds. I want to eat more veggies. I want to track my calories. I want to move more. I want to cut back on junk food. Whatever it is, write the thing that you want in the middle of the cloud. And again, these are very general, broad 
aspirations, goals, resolutions. They're not plans. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like when you say to yourself, "Ah, I should really read more or "Ah, I should really reduce my stress, like that kind of thing. You know, it's super vague, like you don't have a plan yet. Exactly. But this is an opportunity to actually brainstorm and sort of, you know, go into a little bit of magical thinking about how you could achieve that particular goal. And the first thing that BJ Fogg talks about is actually like, imagine you have a magic wand. If you yeah. could do anything, wave a magic wand and get yourself to do something. You're that- a wizard, listener. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a that was a, that was a terrible Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a great Hagrid. Oh, thank you. Um, but if you could wave, wave a magic wand, what habit, what behavior would you put in place to help you achieve that goal? Like the craziest, most wildest, like I always used to say, you know, must be nice to be Oprah because then I could just get a, a personal chef and they could cook all my food and right. then, I, then I'd be thin if only yeah. I was Oprah. Yeah. But start there. What could you do? Let's let's go with the lose 22 pounds. What could you do? Well, I could hire a personal chef. I could join a gym five days a week. I could, you know, hire our daughter. I could pay her $50 to knock food out of my hand anytime I ate <laughs> after five o'clock. Yeah, like, I, I want to see that one. No, but like, I know, ha, 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 ha. But really, it it could be an option. Sure, why not? People have done crazier things to lose weight. I wanted to wire my jaw shut at one point. So sure, why not? I saw that on the real world, and even back even back then, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty over the top. I know our daughter just got her wisdom teeth out and can't really eat very much. I'm like, must be nice to be in constant pain and only be able to eat yogurt. Yeah, no, I've never thought that. (laughs) Well, must be nice to be you. So start with the kind of magical, big, like grand, maybe it's not practical, but just start there. But then also, you know, add things that that are, you know, a little bit more within the realm of of the normal, the, you know, your track your calories, um, pre-prepare your food, uh, get more steps, like that kind of thing. And there's an excerpt from the book, Tiny Habits, where uh, B.J. Fogg talks about it. He says, when guiding people in this process, I like to remind them that for now they have magical powers. They can get themselves to do any behavior. Move to Maui, bring a dog to work, get a man- management job that pays 30% more. It's important to explore this step and be wildly optimistic. And I think that that optimistic thing is a really big deal. I know when I started, I've, I've shared this in Walt Place, uh, We Only Look Thin Place, our accountability group, Yeah. That but when I started in the the business world, the world of biz, I, <laughs> I remember going to my boss with problems. It's not showbiz; it's it, just biz. It's biz. just biz, biz, <laughs> uh, buzz, buzz. Um, yeah. But I would go into my boss's office with a problem. Frankly, I didn't want to solve the problem. Right here, here's a little side. Oh my god, this happens to me all the I, time with people who work underneath me. I didn't want to solve the problem. My whole thing, and again, I worked there for 20 years, so this was when I was just starting out. I would go into my boss's office with a problem, and I wanted her to fix it. She made five times more than I did. It was her job to fix problems. Yeah. I was just a worker bee. See, I decided in. Oh wow, a and bee. You know what rude thing she would say? What solutions have you come up with for this problem? And I would get so angry. I'm like, is this what management is? Just deflecting and like whatever. But it turns out, and Mr. B, Mr. Dr. B.J. Fogg yeah. has come up with your own solutions. We want there to be no solutions. It is easy for us to say, nope, there's nothing I can do. I'm too old. It's perimenopause. It's too late, whatever. That Those are all loopholes. 
Those give us the permission to continue the behaviors that aren't serving us. So the opportunity to brainstorm potential solutions, whether they be magical or practical, helps us understand that growth mindset that we've, that annoying growth mindset that we've (laughs) talked about before, where we actually, there are ways that we can affect change in our lives. So brainstorm from the most impractical, magical to the super practical, like Donald said. Yeah. And, and then he says in the book, eventually you will have a swarm of behaviors that will range from wacky to logical to surprising. And that's a good thing. So once you've generated that swarm, Um, He says, begin identifying the behaviors that would be either easily achievable or highly effective. And if you're very lucky, uh, you'll have a few behaviors on your list that are both easy and effective. Yeah. And if you want to go read the book, he's got a whole book on this. We're just paraphrasing. We're trying to pull together and keep it simple. Yeah. But every single chapter of the book gives practical steps to achieve behavior goals. So some of the behaviors that I could put on my list would have a very little impact on my total end goal. Yeah. And some, like Donald said, will be highly effective and they might actually be things that we want to do. Part of looking at this list is not saying what I should do. Yeah. It's because the should is like, well, I really should cut back on this. I should stop drinking soda. I should start doing this or whatever. But looking at your list and actually asking yourself, what could I reasonably get myself to do that wouldn't feel like sadness, punishment, and despair? Because a lot of times we think we need that trifecta of misery to achieve a goal, like if no pain, no gain, whatever. And we talked about this last week on I would do anything for Walt, but I won't do that. When we start punishing ourselves to do a goal, that's not where the success comes from. It comes from like, yeah, you know what? I could get myself to add a vegetable every day. Yeah. I could get myself to track my calories. Like, I could do that. Starting from a place of, yeah, okay, maybe. If you sound like that, that, that <laughs> yeah, meh, 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 that's probably a great place to start. Yeah. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, by the way, it's really fantastic. You oh, need to go back so and good. listen to it. Um, but, you know, I spent most of my adult life saying I should do this yeah. or I should do that. And I really thought that, you know, that no pain, no gain was the only way to properly achieve that your weight loss and fitness goals. Like I would say to myself all the time, well, the way I know how to get to oh my, my gosh. goal weight, I know how to do it. I just need to make myself do it. I just need to you know, start going to the gym every day. I just need to cut down my calories to 1,200. I just need to go into these extreme painful methods. I just need to do keto. I just need need to, yes, I just need to cut out all of my carbs and, and I will be fine. And then I would start doing those things and I could maybe, you know, white knuckle it for a little bit and, and stick to it. But I hated every minute of all those things. And, it never occurred to me to try and, you know, work behaviors into my life that would work, but that I wouldn't hate every yeah. second of, you know, and that's, you know, largely what this process is about. Well, and I think, too, uh, I'm, I'm taking movies to task. Montages are the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Movie montages are the problem with everything. That's why I'm overweight. Yeah, um, there was that <laughs> Team America World yeah. Police. We need a that, montage. We need a montage making incremental progress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that whole thing of like, you know, new year, new me, clean slate. There are so many programs that I see that are like empty out your entire 
entire pantry, clean out your entire refrigerator, yeah. join the plan, do this, follow it to the letter, and you'll lose weight. You might, but that doesn't take into account your actual life, birthday parties, trips away, work lunches, and food that you actually like to eat. Yeah, and and can you, you know, can you keep that up for the rest of your right. life? You know, maybe you'll even get to your goal weight doing that. You know, I I lost a bunch of weight a couple of times in my life and got to my goal weight and then I was like, "Well, okay, I can guess I can go back to yep. doing things the way I did before." I know my metabolism's fixed. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you uh, an example of a swarm of behaviors. I don't know Whoa. why it sounded like it sounds spooky. <laughs> I know, yeah, suddenly it's they're ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so uh, I did a Wait, swarm. ghost bees? Oh, now that's scary. Uh, that is not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. Okay, so uh, I did a swarm of behaviors with the aspiration or desired outcome to be eating more veggies. Eat more. Did yeah. you Did you eat more veggies this year? Uh, eat more than what? <laughs> eat more than what? Like, yeah. yeah but yeah. actual having actual habits or behaviors that you put in place can help. So these are the ones that I came up with. Uh, first is pump up the volume. Oh, pump up the volume. We pump an, up the volume. We did an episode called Pump Up the Volume. We where, sure did. Uh, we talk about adding bulk to your food with low calories. For example, sautéed mushrooms and onions, sautéed cabbage, uh, broccoli, zucchini. All you know Salsa. what a vegetable is. Salt. Exactly. So th- that's one behavior. I could pump up the volume. I could buy pre-bagged baby carrots and just decide to start. I'm yeah. just going to have baby carrots. Uh, I'm going to get a side salad every time I go get fast food. So I'm not cutting out the fries, but I'll just add a side salad. There's so many times where I'd be like, a, yeah, I'll get what I really want. And then I get a side salad also. And it would just feel like a punishment. <laughs> like, why would anyone, can I replace fries with that? Just add a salad. Why yeah, not? Yeah, there you go. Um, let's see. Load up on chopped salads at Trader Joe's. I actually did that this week. Yeah, um, you really did. I bought like a pre-done, like ready to go is salad. Is it optimal? Is it as good as the salads that I don't make and let die in the refrigerator in my brain? No, but yeah. it, it's good enough. Okay. Uh, try that build a salad restaurant next to uh, that coffee shop that we go to in the morning. Oh, yeah. Um, add frozen peas and carrots to my pasta sauce or soup. Sure, that's something to do. Salsa yeah. on everything. Salsa's a vegetable, everybody. That is actually, that's something that I actually do. Um, add cauliflower to my mac and cheese. Uh, buy steam and bag broccoli. Air fry some bro- frozen broccoli. There are so many different ways that you can just add a vegetable to your day. And you know one thing that I've done, and I know this is sort of a little off topic, Figure out the vegetables you actually truly yeah. like to have. I used to think to myself all the time, well, I should eat a little of this and a little of that, and today I should have this. And I would I would eat a vegetable that I was only okay with, yeah. and I've decided to just stick to the ones that I actually really enjoy. Yeah. And I'm getting less variety that way, sure, but... I'm actually eating a lot more vegetables because I really want to have them. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a punishment. I have come across people who are like, well, I can't lose weight because I'm a picky eater. Yeah. You know what? You wouldn't have gotten to the weight you were if you didn't eat food. So, like, do the thing. But if all you like are cherry tomatoes, awesome. Then be a cherry tomato person. If you don't like carrots but you like cucumber okay uh, for our daughter she doesn't like salad dressing which is a whole other thing maybe yeah, for another therapy so bizarre the only reason for me to eat a salad is for yeah, the dressing really. basically but she just likes i just give her sliced cucumber 
That's a salad, my guy. Like, this, yay, I gave a child a vegetable. I'm the best parent. And I eat a lot of uh, cherry tomatoes as a snack, like, just, you know, because I like them and because they're really easy, you just, you know, basically rinse them and then they're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So with the swarm of behaviors, I came up with 10 potential behaviors, not not all the behaviors. Came up with 10 potential. You can also ask other people, hey, if you're in Walt Place, for example, our accountability group, hey, guys, these are the solutions I came up with. What do you do to get it done? The more we can brainstorm, the more we can get out of our comfort zone and think outside the box. Instead of that, like, well, there's no way I can make a fresh salad from the farmer's market every day. Okay, well, what can you do? (laughs) What can you get yourself to do? Oh, my goodness. And like, you know, we would... Maybe you would put on your list something like uh, get one of those box deliveries of uh, vegetables. And we used to do that. And then, you know, for the first couple of boxes, we were like super good about making all the stuff. It was like a clown car. And then it would just another one would show up and another one would show up. And we just couldn't keep up with all of the the boxes of produce. So based on my life right now, a Trader Joe's pre-made salad might be the thing to do. So make make the swarm of behaviors. Decide which one you want to start doing. Just one, not 10. Okay, these are the 10 ways I'm going to do it every single yeah. day. Because when we give ourselves too many things to do, we're not going to do them. Yeah, so so pick one that is either easy or effective, preferably both. But if it's, you know, if you can only get one, I would say probably easy is yeah. the way to start so that you actually make it a habit. Yeah, he talks about, uh, BJ Fogg talks about making a habit tiny to start and then build. Like once yeah. you're like, okay, I'm eating the baby carrots every day. What else could I try? Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to pump up the volume. I'm going to pump add- up the volume. I honestly do add salsa as my victory. Like yeah. I don't, I can't even bear to do anything, but I can scoop some salsa on top of the vegetables that I'm or I guess I'm eating vegetables. (laughs) 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 But deciding on something you can actually get yourself to do that doesn't feel like a punishment, start with one, not 10. Don't do 10. Uh, You'll you'll break the uh, warranty if you do all 10 at once. Right. Pick one. Figure out a way to add it into your life. We'll talk about habits in a, in a, or actually implementing habits in another episode. Pick one. See if it works. See how you can add that to your life. Once that becomes a normal habit, then what else from the list could you try? What else could you add? And then go from there. It's just about making small, sustainable changes. Yeah, and that is essentially what I, we did to eventually get to our goal weights um, was just pick the behaviors. And look, you can try a behavior for a little while. And if you if you don't like it, if yeah. it doesn't work try a different one, yeah, it you know, d- and that's, I still do that all the time. I'm still doing things. And even sometimes, you know, things that I've been doing that I found were easy and effective for, you know, the last six months, you know, year, suddenly I like don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I'll, I'll try and switch to something else. Well, and I think, I mean, BJ Fogg talks about the idea of going in the season that you're in, seeing all of this as a scientific experiment. Did the new habit work? Did it yield results that you liked? Was the habit small enough for you to achieve? And seeing it as a scientist and going, okay, well, that didn't work. What else can I try? It's not about, see, I'm broken. See, I'm never going to get this right. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. Being that victim of your circumstances, it doesn't really help. But we have, the more we look at different solutions, different methods, and reaching out to other people, hey, I see that you eat a lot of vegetables. How do you get that done? Uh, Donald has a sister who used to do a Sunday meal prep where she would just cut vegetables all the day long. And that sounds miserable to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's great. Like, it's so awesome that she does it. 
works for her. She yeah. fits it into her lifestyle. But me just aspiring to be like her and not wanting to do any of the work that she does means that that's not the habit for me. Yeah, exactly. Pre-chopped is amazing. We went to a grocery store the other day that was very expensive, high-end grocery store. I oh felt like goodness, I needed a credit yeah. score to just go into the shop. Yeah, yeah. You have to show that before you can even walk in there. They had the most beautiful display of vegetables. They had Brussels sprouts that were like tender and tiny and chopped and all the little floofy on the end cut off. It was $15 for one pound. A little bit rich for my... I I don't know if I can do that, but... However, if that's the only way that you're going to do it, maybe you do it, Maybe you do it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, we'll be very fancy. Just living (laughs) in our our Brussels sprouts house. But... I came up with, and this is an actual aspiration that I'm not going to talk about on this episode. I talk about it in what plays. I would actually like to lose 22 pounds. Like, that's a real thing. Uh, I am up from my very lowest before we started Walt Place, before we started the podcast, and over the holidays, up about five pounds over the holidays. Yeah. Ideally, in a, a lovely, perfect world, I would like to lose 22 pounds. So I came up with a swarm of behaviors, potential behaviors that I could use to lose those 22 pounds, shared it in Walt Place. If you would like more information on uh, how I'm going to uh, achieve that goal, you can head over to uh, our website. Weonlylookthin.com. And uh, click on the link for join our support group. Uh, we have our support group, Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It's an accountability group, support group for women based on Facebook, where I talk really candidly about the ups and downs and pros and cons of uh, all of the habits that I want to put in place. Really candidly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not that ca- candidly. I don't know. You're you're in the group, so there are things that I'm like, my husband, swarm of behaviors. Yeah, no, you're just too busy talking about looking at this rundown house in <laughs> oh that group. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it's a nice house. You're a very nice house. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, you can learn more about Walt Place by going there. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a seven-day complimentary trial with a three-month option to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yeah, go check it out. So I think that that uh, is going to wrap up this week's episode. Um, but next week, we are going to continue talking about the swarm of behaviors and uh, how you can go from the abstract, like on paper, to making it part of your practical everyday life. Exactly. I circled this behavior I'm going to try. How do I do that? There's there's more than just the swarm. It's just one step. But uh, start yes, brainstorming. Indeed. So uh, stay tuned next week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all of our episodes still wherever you found this one and also on our website. As I mentioned, weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And you can also find us on the socials at uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. We Only Look Thin. Or you can email us. Uh, we will answer the old-fashioned. It's funny, email's now old-fashioned. Uh, email at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We we love compliments. We love uh, uh, gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, we love uh, hearing uh, your questions and uh, answering them. Episode ideas. We've done uh, uh, many episodes based on emails from listeners, and we'd like to hear from you. Yep, and if you would like a copy, 
copy of that uh, Swarm of Behaviors worksheet that I created. Donald will include a link in the show notes of how to get that. So be sure to look there. And if you're feeling a little bit generous oh, today. Oh, yeah, a little bit generous. You can head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it boost our morale, yeah. it lets us know that what we're doing makes a difference, but it also helps other people find our podcast when they are looking for an inspirational podcast like this. Yes, over 500 people have uh, given us five-star reviews. Uh, and wouldn't you like to join that elite club elite. of people who have done that before? <laughs> the 500 Club. Yes, indeed. Or if you don't want to do that, you could just tell somebody about the show. Uh, word of mouth really helps too. Uh, and we appreciate you talking about us to people you think might enjoy it. Yeah. So if you're still trying to figure out if you're the nice house looking at <laughs> the not-so-nice house, nice house or the other way around, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 